Hi guys, welcome to Bias Impact Podcast. This is Anna Bias. Uh, It's been a long time. I took a break from the podcast, but I'm back. And today I want to start off by reading a scripture and it's going to be Jeremiah 29, 13. And it says like this, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So in the last few episodes, I wanted to give you a little background of my upbringing, my childhood, everything that I went through before coming to Christ. Um, There was a reason for that. I I just wanted you to get to know who, who I was before Christ a little bit more. And, you know, I spoke about me being in a domestic violence relationship, um, things that happened uh, prior to me coming to Christ because I didn't have Christ in my life, the route that I was going down. Um, and it was just a path of destruction. I didn't know any better. In case you did not catch my other episodes, please do so so that you won't be lost. It's going to bless you. Um, today, I, I decided to name this this theme, Tired of Being Tired. But before we get into um, the, this episode today, I want to give you the red flags of being in a domestic violence relationship. Um, at times we are in a domestic violence relationship, but we don't really know that we are because we lack knowledge of what it is, the signs that we have to be looking out for. And we have a lot of people in domestic violence relationships. It's not only men, it's women as well that do the abusing. So I think it's very important for you to know the flags. Um, Back then, I did not know the red flags that I was supposed to look out for. I really did wish I had someone to let me know and give me a warning of the flags and the signs to look out for, which is the reason why I stayed in the relationship for four years, because I have really no knowledge of what the flags were. Even though I knew deep, deep down inside there was something wrong. But praise God that I am not in that relationship anymore. It's been years, 10 plus years. So I want to tell you uh, what the flags are so that you may look out for them. It's very important. It can save your life if you really look out for them on time. So the first thing, one of the flags is intimidation. Intimidation. When a person intimidates you in a, in a, in a certain way, or trying to scare you, right? Trying to tell you something that will keep you afraid of them. That's one of the flags that you have to look out for. That's a flag letting you know there's something wrong. This person, if you feel intimidated by the person, there's a reason. There's a reason you're feeling that. I felt a lot of intimidation in that domestic violence relationship. I didn't want to show him that I was afraid but I was. The other one is manipulation. Manipulation is another big red flag when the person is manipulating you into, um, for example, having sex with them. I went through this with this person. I would have sex with the person because if I didn't, he would make me feel guilty. And that was manipulation. That was a a form of manipulation. So I would just give in just because I wanted him off my back. That was manipulation. Another thing he did in the relationship was 
tell me or if you don't be with me, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to do this to myself. I'm going to hurt myself. That's another form of manipulation that we have to look out for. The other one is always including themselves in your plans without asking or showing up at uninvited places without letting you know. For example, your job, they just pop up, but you never invited them. Or if you have uh, plans with your family or with your friends to go out somewhere, but this person always wants to be with you without you inviting them. That's another red flag. There's a problem. The other one is jealousy. Jealousy. Extreme jealousy. To the extreme. Like if, I give an example, if the person is calling you and you don't pick up the phone or if they're texting you and you don't reply to their text messages, now the person is acting crazy asking you a whole bunch of questions as to why is it that you didn't pick up the phone what are you doing or another thing is possessive a possessive attitude the person is texting you off the hook texting you texting you texting you back to back without giving you a chance to even call them back that's possessive that's a possessive attitude when you begin to ask a lot of questions why you didn't pick up what are you doing who are you with who's that in the background That's another red flag. The other one is isolation from family and friends. When you see a person is trying to isolate you from seeing your family or from seeing your close friends or going out with them, there's a problem. This person is trying to isolate you from the people that you love, from the people that love you because the person knows that if he isolates you or if she isolates you, the, the people that love you will not be able to protect you. Because first of all, let me tell you something. Your family and your friends will notice that there's something wrong. And the minute they notice that there's something wrong, they're going to let you know. So the person doesn't want to be exposed. So they're going to isolate you. He tried this with me, but he really he wasn't really successful. He tried it. And I said, I'm sorry. No, my friends and my family are very important to me. You're not going to isolate me. So what he did was be involved in everything. Everywhere I would go with my friends, he was there. He wanted to be there. So keep out for that isolation. Telling you what to wear and what not to wear. Or how much makeup you should wear. Or I don't like that outfit on you. It's too much. It's showing too much. You should take that off. That's another sign that we have to look out for. Blaming your, blaming their anger, blaming you for their anger. If there's an argument, if you guys get into an argument, or if the person becomes very angry, they begin to blame you for it. It's your fault that I hit you. It's your fault that I just told you that. It's your fault that I just raised my voice at you. That's, an, uh, that's another um, way to manipulate when they begin to blame you and it happens because the guy that I was with used to do that to me it was to the point where I felt that it was my fault I began to believe his lies and I began to say to myself it is my fault I should have never said this to upset him I should have never done this to upset him I should have never looked at this person this way it is my fault and you begin to believe it 
So look out for that. These are some of the signs that we have to look out for. And I'm sure that there's a lot more. But these are the red flags that I noticed in my relationship years ago. If you are, if you notice already a pattern in these flags, I mean, a pattern in your relationship with what I just, with, with the things that I just mentioned, be careful. Do not wait for it to be too late. Do not wait. Why did I decide to name this, this, this episode today, tired of being tired? Well, because I was tired of being tired. That is what made me say to myself, I don't want to live like this anymore. I began to seek God with all my heart, which is the reason why I just read Jeremiah 29, 13. And, 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 and God tells you there in his word that when you seek him with all your heart, you will find him. So I was tired of being in a domestic violence relationship. I was tired of the same thing over and over again. I was tired of wanting to fill a void with worldly things, things that were permanent, um, that were temporarily like drinking, like having sex, like partying, clubbing. These are things that were temporary. They will fill me up temporary. But then I realized that I was still empty. I still needed something else. There was something else missing. And that was God. That was God. I noticed that God was knocking at the door. He was calling me. He was calling me. But I realized I don't want to live like this anymore. When we say I am tired of being tired and you actually feel that you are done with this life, that you don't want to live like this anymore, that you want a different life, that's when things change. Because God can be knocking at your door all the time, but nothing will change no matter what anybody tells you. Nothing will change until you get tired. When you get tired, that's when you're going to open up your heart to God. That's what I did. A lot of things happened when I left my relationship with that guy. Thank God. God was the one that got me out of it because I got tired. But I don't want to continue. I just wanted to give you a little uh, uh, background of who I am and who I was, I should say, before Christ. So that you can see where God took me from, took me out of. So when you become tired, that's when you're going to say, Lord, I want a new life. I'm not sitting here telling you that when you accept your, when you give your life to Christ, that everything is paradise, that your problems will go away because I will be lying to you. But I am telling you that when you have Christ in your life, he will change your life. He will transform you from the inside out. He transformed me into the woman that I am now. I was lost. I was promiscuous. I was hurting. I was screaming out for help and didn't even know it. I was dying and didn't even know it until I was face to face with Christ. And I say face to face because I finally got tired of living that life. And I opened the door for God. 
I opened the door. He kept knocking until I opened. And I'm here to tell you that whatever it is that you're going through to seek God with all your heart. Because when you seek him with all your heart, you will find him. I am a living testimony, okay, that you will find him. Challenge him. Challenge him and you you will see that he is real. God changed my life. God came and rescued me. God left the other sheep for one that was lost. I was lost. When you have Christ in your life, you will go through your issues, through your trials and tribulations with God by your side. He will walk with you. You will not get burned. You will not drown. Life with Christ is much better. Going through things with Christ is much better than without him. He will be by your side. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You don't have to take this from me. You don't have to take it from me because you don't know me. You probably don't even know me. And you probably just bumped into this podcast. But please challenge him. Call on to God. Ask him yourself. Seek him yourself. Don't take it from me. Don't take it from any pastor. Seek him yourself. I guarantee you that you will find him. You will find him and you will not regret it. You will not regret it. I just want to encourage you today to please seek God. And if you are in a domestic violence relationship, in a toxic relationship, get out. Get out and seek God for help. I was there. Don't be like me. I last for four years, three and a half years with this guy. Until God got me out of it. And I praise him for that. And I thank him for that. Today, this podcast, this this episode is just to give you a word of encouragement. It's a word of encouragement. Because I know that you that are listening, you're listening to this because you need a word. You need encouragement. And I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. That God is with you. That the fact that you're listening to this episode right now and you're you're you still listening to it until it finishes, you need God. And you know God and you know that God has been calling you. Please do not wait for it to be too late. He's still knocking. The word of God says, "Seek me while I can still be found." He can still be found. God bless you. I will see I will I will see you all in 2 weeks.